Welcome to The Lawyerist Podcast, a series of discussions with entrepreneurs and innovators about building a successful law practice in today's challenging and constantly changing legal market. Lawyerist supports attorneys building client-centered and future-oriented small law firms through community, content, and coaching, both online and through The Lawyerist Lab. And now, from the team that brought you the Small Firm Roadmap and your podcast hosts. Hey, y'all. I'm Zach Glazer, the legal tech advisor here at Lawyerist, and this is episode 403 of the Lawyerist podcast. Today, we're diving into another sponsored podcast episode. In these, we're joined by a legal voice or company, and we discuss newest features, happenings, and trends in the legal world. Again, we're excited to offer these episodes to our audience, and we hope you enjoy them. Today, I'm joined by Louis Bedoya of Berkshire Receptionist. We'll be talking about how outsourcing aspects of your firm can help you navigate the current business climate and even help you build trust with your clients. Hi, I'm Louis Bedoya. I'm CEO of Berkshire Receptionist. We're a nationwide provider of 24-7 live virtual receptionists. I'm a 26-year team member and family member of Berkshire Receptionist and our family of businesses. We proudly support well over 400 clients across many industries, many in the legal community, providing concierge level first impressions that help businesses grow through our virtual receptionist services, very much catered to the needs of each individual client, you know, services that have been delivered now for over 80 years with team members that, you know, have beaten me in loyalty by at least 10 to 20 <laughs> years as well. So, um, you know, from industry skilled receptionists that, you know, that we're all greeting callers, performing lead intakes, booking appointments, transferring calls. We're mer merging out with cutting edge technology to really create some really cool experiences for our clients and bring, bring value at times when, when it's needed the most. You know, we like to say we're, th we're there when you need us. Fantastic. Louis, I, I appreciate you being here with me and talking about something I think that a lot of virtual receptionists and those types of firms are really on the forefront of and have a great eye into because they're dealing with that initial area of other people's businesses and of their own businesses. So I'm excited to talk about the impact of kind of new business structures and new business relationships that we have due to COVID, due to moving remote, due to the great resignation, all of these things that have kind of piled on us as business owners that say, you have to look at these things differently now. And so I'd, I'm excited to talk to you about those issues how you've approached them and how, how people can approach them. And one of them, I think that comes off right off the bat for virtual receptionists specifically is staffing in this new environment, talking about hiring, talking about retaining. So what are you seeing in that area? Well, I'll tell you what I'm seeing. I'm seeing a lot of stress and, <laughs> you know, it's the stress that's impacting the, you know, many of the attorneys that we work with, mm -hmm. you know, the staffing shortages that they're facing, the employee turnover, Dealing with the pandemic itself, the impact it's had on the health of their team members, mm -hmm. it's leaving them juggling, you know, a variety of different responsibilities. I um, mean, you know, also, quite honestly, all service-based businesses, we are a people-centric, people-powered business, and right. we were not left to the side with without facing these challenges as well. And we've been able to leverage a lot of innovation, a lot of creativity, a lot of dynamics to be able to fuel our own business throughout this time as well, to then turn around and be able to help you know, the team members and the, the clients that are going through the, the high stress levels right now because of these challenges. I mean, many are faced with, you know, whether they be mandates in certain, you know, locations that in certain geographic areas that force them to shut down for longer periods of time. 
others, and quite honestly, all have been, you know, battling the great resignation, it's the race for talent, and the increasing cost in, in inflation, that's all creating stress. It has an impact on time, right? Mm-hmm. You know, single practice attorneys, small firms are left wearing many hats. These folks are, are now handling inbound calls and engagement, following up with their own clients, dealing with these staffing shortages. These 10 to 12 hour days of theirs that they were already running are now 14 and 16 hour days. Where's Where does that leave them now with respect to the time they get to invest with family? It's creating this sort of domino effect in the wrong directions. We as a business, you know, like I mentioned earlier, we're able to tackle these head on. And now we're using the solutions that we've been able to create by leveraging the fact that we've had some great loyalty from our team members and bring on new talent as well to now be able to provide solutions to folks that are out there facing these stresses and challenges, the solo firms, the smaller firms, and even the larger firms that are tackling the same challenge. If you know, you got a, you had X amount of receptionists or team members working on certain team functions that's now cut in half. What does that do from a training perspective of new team members, from a, a retention perspective of those that, that come aboard? And quite honestly, the client experience as a result of that. CBS News ran a poll very recently. It said 40% of law firms are taking over three days on average to respond to voicemails, emails, web submissions. That's got a residual effect, a tremendous residual effect on client expectations and overall reputation. You know, the impact of not being responsive means more time spent on the business and the firm, less with family. It's that negative sort of domino in the wrong direction that, you know, we've been noticing as, as high trends in, in the legal communities as well as in many others. Mm-hmm. So we're doing our part to be able to provide solutions to help people through those, you know, tough times. Well, let's talk about some of those, those solutions. And I think specifically hiring jumps out to me. And as you talked about bringing somebody in, training them. And because we're, we're in this virtual receptionist area, but I think this can go to, to most anything. We're going to talk about, you know, virtual receptionist specifically training a receptionist and then potentially you, you're not able to retain them training multiple receptionists. That takes a good deal of time. But if we're connecting with a company that is virtual receptionists, something like Berkshire, then we're really training a company instead of training a specific receptionist. Yes, you will. It's my understanding with with you guys specifically, you will get the same receptionist. They will be trained for your company. But the lawyer's time, the firm's time is spent once. Correct. On training a company to do this. So what what are your challenges? What are your views? And how do you see the issue with training people and, and potentially even training them, having to train them multiple times? Well, let's talk about that challenge being faced by the firm, right? Mm-hmm. As they're doing that, you're absolutely right. It's bringing on the talent, you know, making sure that made the right selection, which is, you know, half the challenge right off the bat. Did you bring in the right <laughs> talent to fill in that position? Then you go through the motion of training and adoption and, and that, the period of time that that's going to take. And then, you know, at the tail end of it is, you know, where you're able to retain the resource. Mm-hmm. Through all of that time, business continues to run, right? So even as you invest into your own team and, and growing your own firm and your own team members, your business continues to operate, your firm continues to operate and calls are coming in, emails are coming in. There's still engagement that needs to take place. So... While you're facing all of that, that's where a company like ours, you're absolutely right. It's sort of a, a train the trainer mentality, right? Mm-hmm. You work with us in a very sort of concierge level, hands-on approach through our business development teams, through our client you know, support teams to build and cater that experience that will be created 
to fit the need and solve the needs of the of that particular firm. Beyond that, the team members that we have have already been trained and not just trained, but also working directly with folks in the legal community, providing mm-hmm. services to other folks in the legal world. Right. And if someone is looking to outsource some of their intake, some of their receptionists, some of their, you know, that first level, that first face, what are the things that you would suggest that they look for in finding a partner that can do that, that is able to retain their own staff, frankly? Well, let's, let me twist that just a bit and talk mm-hmm. about those, you know, those impacts that we were talking about and, and how that will tie into working with a company like ours and the why, right? Why mm-hmm. would you need to do that? Well, let's talk about the changes in sort of these client experiences and client expectations and the impact that that has on a firm's reputation. Look, we're a service-based business as well. So we have a reputation to uphold. We have to be able to deliver quality services. Otherwise, our clients, you know, will have their you know, say in the world on us as well. Well, the same goes for these firms. So it's really about the importance of a first impression. It's the number one attribute, I believe, with a bullet that makes a lawyer hireable according to today's consumer. It's going to be probably the positive reviews and recommendations from other peers and consumers. Mm -hmm. Think about the impact of a good or bad experience. You know, 20, 30 years ago, we were talking about one person's opinion impacting or influencing six others as they share that information. In today's world, one person's opinion shared on a Google review can influence millions, mm-hmm. you know, depending on where or how, and how those folks are reaching that. You know, we, for example, as a business, created our own internal challenges within our own teams to sort of leverage the intangible moments, the thank you moments, those mm-hmm. really great experiences that we're providing at times to become tangible experiences and allow those to become moments that our own clients and our own you know, team members would like to share with the world. So we encourage and really highlight those moments so that we can then in turn you know, provide that excellent service to our clients. It's the same stressors that impacted life-work balance became very evident in that area right there where the shortages in staff led to poor experience and in turn negative reviews and loss of business. Mm-hmm. So that kind of explains the why and why someone like Berkshire Receptionist. Well, you know, as I just mentioned, we you know, being people-centric first and client-centric first, it's about creating those, you know, amazing experiences. It's about catering those experiences around those needs. And it's about, you know, highlighting those moments that, you know, not only become great moments for us, but if I and our team are representing the law firms to the caller, that's sort of oblivious to them. They don't believe they're talking to Berkshire receptionists. They believe they're talking to Smith's law firm. Mm -hmm. Hence, that experience only highlights the reputation for Smith's law firm. So it's something we take very, you know, uh, very much at heart. We're very passionate about even when it comes to measuring, like I mentioned, our own reputation and our own, you know, highlighting those intangible moments. I like to call it turning intangibles into tangibles Mm -hmm. around here. And how we can take that and leverage that for our clients as well. And that's an important sort of decision maker as you're starting to think like, hey, why even you know, consider a virtual reception service? Well, number one, it's the stress on my staff. Mm-hmm. We just talked about that, right? The, you're augmenting staff at a quick space. What is the impact on your existing staff as well and the existing team that's left over trying to juggle a million different things? You know, while they're doing that, who's handling these experiences for the business? Mm -hmm. You know, how do we make sure that we're being responsive to the client needs, that we're being responsive to potential new clients? What's the impact of missing one phone call, one email engagement? To some firms, you know, it could be a missed opportunity. It could be in the thousands or or significantly more in, in cost to them. So you sort of justify an ROI by just looking at the challenge that you're trying to solve and seeing how you can 
adopt some of these new services and features and outsource, you know, they, you got to get through that wall as well. Some folks, mm-hmm. you know, have sort of the fear of outsourcing a business process because they feel they'll lose quality. Well, we invest a lot into, you know, nurturing that experience from the beginning and holding our clients' hands through that, you know, uh, onboard period and the adoption period so they can see and feel the value. So they can in turn tie that back to solving you know, these challenges that they're facing and then focus back on running their practice. Mm-hmm. What I get out of that is kind of twofold. And I, I agree with you on, on that. But I, I do think some companies are looking for, I just need somebody to answer the phone. I don't think yeah. that's a lot of lawyers. And I think here the question is, do you want a high level of experience for your clients? Is this company, is this outsourced company going to provide the same level of experience for my clients that I would provide as an attorney? And then the other side, the flip side, I think, that you alluded to is the experience for your own company. Is this outsourced company going to integrate into my company, into my firm? Are they going to use technology that is assisting me as opposed to creating another silo of information, creating another barrier for me to move forward? I think that's another thing to look at beyond just the quality of kind of workmanship am I getting out of this company? What's the quality to me? What am I getting? And is it benefiting? Because I think, as again, you alluded to, client expectations are different now. Yeah. Because of what we have going on in the world, clients don't necessarily expect you, again, specifically with receptionists, to have a receptionist sitting outside your office. Frankly, they don't even expect you necessarily to have an office, brick and mortar office anymore. So how can we leverage those, what we initially kind of thought of as issues and leverage them and make them into opportunities? And that's with bringing more technology potentially in from a, a virtual receptionist. What, what are you seeing from that area, specifically with the law firms and kind of integrating the virtual receptionist into that firm? It's a great topic to discuss because I think there were trends already heading towards technology pre-COVID that mm-hmm. I think were only fast-tracked significantly through the pandemic and the experiences of the pandemic. And that's really in, in what the legal community is doing is with respect to investing in technology in their firms and how, you know, even investing in, in partnerships like working with a Berkshire receptionist ties back to that technology. So I, I like to consider that it's like the adoption of automation, the mm-hmm. enhancement of automation. It enhances, from my perspective, the human experience. It creates efficiency. It's not really about replacing the human as much as it is making them more efficient, making Mm -hmm. the whole process more effective. There are trend reports that are showing out there that 85% of firms right now are using some form of software to manage their firm, period, some Mm -hmm. form of software. And that's pushing that. 95% of those firms plan to continue to do so. Mm -hmm. And growing firms are adopting technology at a near 100% rate. And that's the CRMs, the practice management software solutions. And you're absolutely right. How does that tie into everything? That ties back to not just the efficiency that it's creating within the firm, but it's the experience for their customers. It's leveraging other technologies that can also integrate with some of those tools. It's keeping the life and business simple on the firm staff and its clients, online and virtualized payment solutions, marketing automation and marketing tracking. These things are all holistically over the past four years, but really over the past two, taking a fast track in the legal community. Well, how does that then, you know, sort of impact 
you're right. The integration with what was probably, I think, one of the original integrations, and we all called it, you know, in the old days, call forwarding or any of the <laughs> such, which is to take your calls and send them over to the virtual receptionist or to, right. to, the, to the answering services. That was integration one. That's being able to integrate one business with another and make mm -hmm. it happen. Well, now they're getting the calls and the emails and the engagements into the hands of the virtual receptionist. How do you make sure? that there's a tie back, that your team is not then left performing data entry. And that's by basically leveraging those integrations through our technology. Mm -hmm. You know, not only are we going to do everything to help with staff augmentation, combating the labor shortages and avoiding drop calls and missed opportunities, but we're also going to be providing lead intake and scoring and routing and take all of that, you know, all those processes, all that information that we're collecting and through an efficient, very much integration with a lot of the practice management softwares and CRMs that are used by the legal community, get it right into their hands. So now it really empowers their staff who's, again, going through everything we just discussed a short while ago, the augmenting of their own internal teams and the efficiencies they're looking for. It saves them time. Mm -hmm. it goes back to that time element, which is sort of that invaluable resource that you can't really put a, a price on. It's peace of mind. It helps the small firms to large firms be more effective and efficient by cutting back time and being able to then focus on running their business in the tools and systems that their teams are used to running. Our tech is very much you know, highly integrated with a lot of the tech systems that are used, the CRMs and the practice management solutions that are used by you know, the folks in the legal community. And they see that as you know, what, what to invest in to really track back an ROI. What are they investing in beyond the technology in, in, in the virtual receptionists or virtual services is, hey, what is it that they're probably not going to be putting money into? And you're absolutely right. If their customer base, the customers of the legal community are saying, their clients are saying to them, hey, four or five years ago, we preferred at a you know four to one, five to one rate to actually meet face to face with an attorney. Mm -hmm. And now that's flipped upside down. Mm -hmm. You know, the legal community is understanding that. Why continue to invest at a high rate in brick and mortar in offices that are at this point half empty, where are those dollars best spent? And they are within you know high numbers, especially growing firms, putting that investment directly into the technology, directly into the integrations, and directly into all of these systems that make their clients' lives a lot smoother, that makes their doing business with them a lot cleaner, that makes their staff more efficient, and that makes integrations with services like ours or solutions like ours a heck of a lot more effective and and, and more. It just adds more, you know, oomph to that relationship mm -hmm. towards the end right there. We talked about that value prop and solving the challenges. Well, now how do we enhance them? Mm -hmm. We enhance them by making it easy to continue to do business as well. Right. I like to talk about where the, you know, the kind of the rubber meets the road a lot of times when we talk about the automation and the efficiency. Yeah. And I want to dig into that a little bit more specifically because we say, you know, integration with the CRM, integration with law practice management system, and that is getting data from your virtual receptionist from your third party into your own hands and so that makes things faster for you obviously it's more efficient because you don't have that double entry and then you said you know kind of that initial integration of simply call forwarding yeah routing your calls to the virtual receptionist office to this third party and so we're getting data to the third party and then we're getting data back from the third party and some of the other ways that we do this automation because i i like to bring that word down into the real world because a lot of times we think of automation and the first thing that pops into our heads 
are Rube Goldberg machines. You know, something from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, where <laughs> we've we've made the scrambled eggs and the toast at the same time by rolling a bowling ball down a, a chute and then a ping pong ball, you know, bounces off. And, and, you know, when we think of automation, we think of that or the Benny Hill soundtrack comes into the back oh. of my mind. <laughs> but really what we're talking about is live transfer. Yeah. Appointment scheduling. Yes. Getting the data from one place to another. This is automation that doesn't necessarily happen just with a computer. It's broadening these efficiencies yes. and having the integrations into that practice management technology or into the CRM. Like you said, we're, we're enhancing the benefits that we've gotten from what initially seemed like detriments, which is that we are a more remote world now or remote ready world now. Our clients are expecting to get appointments scheduled on their first call with us, or at least pretty quickly there. And so when you think of the outsourcing your virtual receptionist, and I think we've hit on this a little bit, what is the key there? When you think of the guts of outsourcing your virtual receptionist, kind of like what image comes into your mind? What, what do we think that really does for the law firm, for the attorney? Other than, I mean, like we've talked about a lot of it so far, but kind of if we boil it down. We've got to start with trust. I think law firms certainly highly value their reputation, their client experience, their handholding elements. And you have to be able to trust any partner that you're now given a responsibility. It's a tremendous responsibility just to represent your brand. Mm -hmm. So all these things that we talked about as far as the what's per se, right? Mm -hmm. uh, appointment scheduling. Yes, it, it creates simplicity and it creates a better flow of business between your staff and your systems and the true integration with a virtual receptionist, right? By creating these simplicities and the unity in all of these systems in the delivery of the services you're looking for. But at the end of the day, it's trust. How do you find a partner you can trust? You know, How do you determine that this virtual receptionist company versus this one's the right fit? And I think that's those are great questions, those are great things to dive into, to, mm -hmm. to look into the history of the business. A company like Berkshire Receptionist has been providing these services for a few decades, it'll be a hundred years. I mean, since the days of way before there being technology driving any automation, we've got core boards. I've got one right here in front of me. I'd love to turn around and show you <laughs> and show you the legacy and history of, of the business. It's the experience, it's the loyalty within the teams and the virtual receptionists themselves that are being there, that are part of these businesses for long periods of time, and how well they know the, the needs of these businesses and how well they then deliver the service that then does all of those what's we talked about. Mm -hmm. I think it's, it's about going back and, and looking at how those folks as well, how we, a business like ours, also made it through the past few years. Right. You know, how we we're able to you know, deal with the same challenges folks are dealing with and yet still be able to, at scale, provide these solutions to you know, clients almost on the fly. I remember law firms calling us. It's literally, it was like a wave. You saw back in March of, and April of 2020 where the wave was going downwards. There was nothing. There was a complete tone-deaf silence in business. And then April, excuse me, March and April, and then by May of 2020, you had a tidal wave. And you had folks knocking at our door, hey, help us answer our phones. Help us do this. Help us do that. And to be able to be reactive to that, adaptive to that, and help folks, you know, and earn their trust, not just by all those accolades and the history, et cetera, but by then delivering, you know, the value was big for us, you know, mm -hmm. to making those, you know, like I mentioned, sort of intangible moments tangible again. So 
I think it, it goes into doing the due diligence. It goes into certainly, uh, you know, understanding who you're going to work with and leveraging all those things that they're going to, they're going to make your life simpler and your business life simpler and even your personal life more, you know, enjoyable right. at that point. Right. Right. That makes me think, you know, with the trust starting from there, you know, we talked about getting time back in your life as being one of the big things of taking parts of your company and getting them out to third parties. You, you get a little bit of your time back. You get it back with hiring. You get it back with retention. But it all does start from that trust. And I think with Berkshire specifically, you've got concierge level experience. You've got people that have been doing this, like you said, for a long time. If we have a company that we can trust, then they can do the things like the screening leads. Before we kind of leave here, what are the other things that Berkshire is bringing to the table here that people can expect? Well, let's recap some of the things we discussed when we talked about the lead intake and how that varies per a legal focus, you mm -hmm. know, personal injury versus criminal versus business law, maybe looking at different needs. So being able to create customization around that, allowing that to then create a flow, a natural flow into the, you know, the, the needs of that, you know, law firm, whether it be through call transfers, direct online appointment schedulings, which have real-time synchronization with the firm's appointment calendars, mm -hmm. you know, and then, you know, getting all that data, once it's all collected, directly injected into those systems that are now running the practice, that's the what. Now we're talking about the delivery of that in a 24-7 mm -hmm. scaled service, which now you can put your head on a pillow at night instead of worrying about, you know, answering that call at 10 o'clock at night. When you go into the office the next day and you're you're training a few other team members, you go into that knowing that those calls can be handled 24 hours a day mm -hmm. in very much customized experience as well, whether they be time sensitive, you know, day sensitive, et cetera. There's there's a lot of customization and creativity that can go into the flows to help businesses feel like what they're doing and firms feel like what they're doing is handing off the reins to a receptionist that just literally isn't there, right? It's, it is my virtual receptionist, but I feel like it's my virtual receptionist. Right. And I think that's the idea here. Kind of goes back to that trust of, is this virtual receptionist, is this third party going to represent me well? So, if people want to learn more about Berkshire Receptionists, you guys have a, a wealth of information on your website, but specifically they can go to BerkshireReceptionists.com forward slash lawyerist. That's correct. And they'll be able to get a, a good deal of information there. What, what can they expect there? That great amount of information that'll be keyed in specifically to the legal community. Mm -hmm. We're going to have a lot of good content there that will allow them to sort of enrich themselves around you know, why, you know, Berkshire receptionist and then some stats that could help educate them on challenges that other folks in the legal community are already seeing and how we can help them. They'll have direct access as well to be able to book direct appointments with our, you know, business development team that'll start creating that sort of, you know, concierge level engagement right from the start with them, you know, so they, they get a one-on-one -on -one interaction right from the start, you know, to be able to start customizing what those needs are and, and how they would fit and flow with the services we can provide, but we're really trying to enrich and educate on this specific page. Folks in the legal community will actually provide direct links as well to this podcast as well, so they can share with others. There'll certainly be opportunities there for us to not just in, enhance and, and enlighten, but also educate and get them in folk in the hands of the folks on our end 
that are going to be, you know, really able to, to help, you know, create that sort of customized concierge experience we keep referencing. You know, at the end of the day, you know, we're there when they need us. So uh, you want to make sure that they, you know, feel that right from the start. Fantastic. Well, Lewis, I, I really appreciate your time here and your expertise on talking about this. Again, if people want to learn more and to connect with Berkshire Receptionist, they can go to BerkshireReceptionist.com forward slash lawyerist, and they'll get a wealth of information there. Absolutely right. You know, thanks so much for your time today, uh, Zach. It was uh, really an honor to get a chance to, to work with you to, to reach out to the folks in, in the legal community and you know, provide some value and some education and, and hopefully um, you know, connect the dots with some folks that really need that help, that, that want to trust you know, a provider that, that could then also, you know, help them, you know, solve some of these business challenges and, you know, maybe get a little extra sleep at night. You know, we'd love to be able to do that. Like I said, Hey, look, we're there when you need us. Well, I appreciate it, Lewis. And the website is going to be in the show notes of BerkshireReceptionist.com. Thank you. Thanks for your time. Thanks, Zach. The Lawyerist Podcast is edited by Brittany Felix. Are you ready to implement the ideas we discuss here into your practice? Wondering what to do next? Here are your first two steps. First, if you haven't read the Small Firm Roadmap yet, grab the first chapter for free at lawyerist.com forward slash book. Looking for help beyond the book? Let's chat about whether our coaching communities are right for you. Head to lawyerist.com forward slash community forward slash lab to schedule a 10 minute call with our team to learn more. The views expressed by the participants are their own and are not endorsed by Legal Talk Network. Nothing said in this podcast is legal advice for you. 